You're listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Zeros on Heroes. I am Mike Mercadal, and with me as always is... Will Watkins! That's what Will sounds like. And uh, with us today, we have a very special guest uh, from... Down in the Florida parts. Yeah, Josh uh, Assman Asensio. Josh Asensio. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Hi. Yeah, that's what Josh, he sounds I, I, like. I don't know if I, uh, Josh and I uh, went to high school together. That's true. This is going to be interesting because I want to hear you tell some <laughs> fucking crazy high school stories. Oh, and there, all are, I, there are a lot. All yeah, I can I think about funny. is that he's full of shit. You know, like. No, no. no I, we I, went to high school together. Then uh, I started doing comedy in like uh, a few months, maybe uh, maybe a year afterwards. Like a, he started no, doing it was comedy. Like a couple months. Yeah. A couple months, something like that. And uh, then after that, we ended up being roommates for a little bit. Oh. And, and then, then lovers. Yeah. And uh, so you've seen his dick. All right. Well, I probably have. Oh, I was talking to Josh, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> I he's know definitely I've seen, seen I've, mine. I've definitely seen your dick. Yeah, yeah. that's horrifying. All right, guys, I'm gonna step <laughs> out, and this is just gonna be you too. I actually, you know, if we are gonna go into this, I would love to share how Will and I became friends. Oh, Let, oh let's do it. I don't know what this um, is because we were both in drama, but we weren't friends the first year of being in drama together, and. Because I was homophobic then, I thought he was gay. Oh, okay. thought he was gay. I thought he was. I thought he was gay because he was very clean, and the gays are clean. Yeah. This is standard Seinfeld. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh no, I love the gays, but <laughs> I was very homophobic. Homophobic back then, so it I wasn't an be, intolerance. You were just afraid. I was afraid I would break <laughs> his heart, so I didn't want to have to go through that. And then I'm waiting. It's the next year's past. I think it's sophomore or junior year, and I'm waiting by the parking lot for like anybody I know because I didn't have very many friends and he's the first one who walks up I'm like oh god it's, it's that gay, gay guy kid. Will Watkins gay kid and he walks up and he's like you know over the summer I got to go go into a club like I was in this club you, were, you said that? I don't know maybe yeah. monkey club remember? You went oh to monkey, monkey club. I forgot about monkey club and he's like, like yeah I, was, I, I got into monkey club and there were like all these chicks and I think like some of them did like coke off of my chest or something and they one they, of them like, tried to do heroin with me I remember yeah well, that's and, Florida as fuck and I had um, never even seen drugs before and was like needles <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I, so she wanted to shoot up heroin yeah. like literally like tie off shoot up if I'm remembering the event correctly <laughs> and then I think uh, Oh, maybe that's because I hate clubs. Maybe that's why. Yeah, that's like a that psychological thing. Yeah, was... the first time I ever went to a club. So I thought he was like the coolest person in the world, and I wanted to be friends with him. I started looking up to him, and then he never took me to a club. Once you realized he that... wasn't a gay, and then yeah. you were like, "Well, no, I've never." Uh... <laughs> you ever For the record, one... you're not you're you're not homophobic now. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not he at all. Otherwise, this podcast yeah. is over. <laughs> uh... Matt, have you ever had one of those moments where you realize something that happened in your past? psychologically yeah, affected you that's happened it, i you, like, hate going to clubs it informs because the rest some, of your life yeah. in some way oh man so josh is here to talk about his hero donald trump and, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we need to close the no, border to the gays yeah yeah no he's he, he, he's about borders and mike pence's uh mike pence homophobia <laughs> yeah that's what he's here to talk about trump pence, trump pence. <laughs> uh which is crazy Wait, let, let, uh, this is gonna be a weird segue but let, let's go into hero news right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I'd like to mention uh, in the room as well if she ever wants to speak up, Jamie. Jamie, yes. don't. Oh, she doesn't. She Never doesn't. mind. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. blew up in your face. Oh, oh no. All right, so here we go. Hero news. 
booze. That's how he does it. Uh, you're more than welcome to I do was, your I own was, version. Here's the thing. I've been listening to these podcasts. Oh, oh you're the one. Our, it's amazing that I'm in the room with the Mike Merck at all, by the way. <laughs> oh, my like, God. This is like, this is Yeah, you have no, incredible. You, this is the, the worst. <laughs> yeah. This we'll, is the worst. Well, Will and I, we made a pact in high school that whoever made a big first would bring the other one up. And now here oh, I am man, in New York City, <laughs> the big city the in this luscious city. hotel oh, uh, next to the Mike Merck at all, you know, in front of tens of fans. And Look, I just hope you don't freak out and be weird about it. You know Oh, no, no. I'm cool. Like this happens cool. to me a lot. So I know I get it. Yeah. But so yeah, I I I've been looking forward to giving my my well, that's my hero nice. news because oh, nice. that's nice I, to hear. I do karaoke like I host oh, karaoke, that's right. and that's I right. I kind of notice when you do hero news you, news you sound like um, Eddie Vedder. Oh, okay. A little oh. bit. Oh. I can see that. So What's my hero news. Of- Oh, hero news. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That, you, you got the yeah. even, even flow yeah. hero news. <laughs> <laughs> What do we got? Uh, a little yellow, yellow totally lead better up in the hero nose. Right. I learned that song for a girl recently. She was like, "I love that song," and I was, I, I was playing. Oh. I bought a new guitar thing. I bought, I, I bought some new guitar stuff, and I was noodling around. And she's like, she's like, "I love that song," and I'm like, "Oh well, you which will I blow your mind? Watch me impress Ooh. you." And I played it, and then she was like, "Oh wow, that's cool," and then never brought it up again. And I was like, "Man, <laughs> I spent <laughs> some time weeks <laughs> trying to learn that." But uh, that's uh, like the uh, musical equivalent of shaving your pubes and not having sex. You're like, no. I did this for you. <laughs> I did this. For- There's so many songs that I know that I learned for girls. <laughs> oh God! You don't understand. It's it's like one of those things where uh, the second you get an instrument. That's the one thing you think you're like, oh, oh yeah. I'm going to play this girl's song. I know. Girls are going to love it. And then they just stare at you awkwardly while you play for them. And then they're like, when is this going to end? Josh was the dude at the party yeah. with the guitar. I learned, I learned how to play uh, I Want to Grow Old with you for, oh. for that reason. That was the first song I learned. Because there was a guy in our school, Armando, who Armando, used to play that. Armando and the girls Gallardo. would just swoon over. I'm like, I'm going to learn that song. Then I'm going to finally get laid. And what I can stop lying about it. What, huh? was he? what was he? Peruvian, Argentinian, or something? Some kind of brown. Those fucking, some suave Latino, some kind of immigrant. Some kind of immigrant. Kind of immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Wall, I'm Hispanic. I have the tattoos to prove it. You do. You are. I saw it. Yeah. I saw. That, I see it. That, is that a thing where it's like people who dudes who look white need to have a guitar to fight against the accent? What do you mean? Like if you like we we had a bunch of dudes in our school that had accents. Like Hispanic, Hispanic accents, accents? Mm. or German accents or whatever it was. And it was like, oh, white dudes need to, we're so bland. Well, no, because then all an accented person just needs to pick up the guitar and then they got you beat. Fuck. It's like exponential. Oh, absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's, and they it's, play their flamenco music or whatever. And it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, that's, that's lethal. Stuff. You throw some Spanish guitar on it then, then uh, and with an accent, forget it. This is my favorite from Tiro Puente. Yeah. Maintain eye contact. That's the most important thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Un- an uncomfortably long amount of eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> but let's do hero news. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck are we doing? Hero news. We, we get distracted. <laughs> hero hero news. A uh, bunch of stuff, man. Uh, first of all, I, I don't think we mentioned on the podcast, but uh, Brie Larson got cast as Captain Marvel. Yeah, we've. It's been a minute since we've recorded one of these, so there's but, a, uh, we got to catch up. Like and it was in the rumor mill for a long time, and I was hoping she it came was true, out, and it is. Captain, San Diego Comic Con, they announced it. So fuck, you know Brie Larson? Is that the one from Community? No, uh, no, 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 no. She's no. the it's one Brie from. She was in. Did she you was see Scott Pilgrim's Room. Brie. That's Alison. She won the Oscar for Room, right? For Room, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of the like what nerdy movie she was in. She uh, was also in Sky High. She was in Sky High, but she was also Scott Pilgrim. She was the ex girlfriend in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, she's the blonde girl. Oh, in that's Scott why that sounds Larson. familiar. Yeah. So she uh, yeah. not only really, she, she kind of looks like uh, Captain Marvel a little bit, but her acting chops are phenomenal. Yeah, she's Academy Award winner. Oh, 
uh, in a oh. Marvel movie. I think that's great. I love that that the that the these movies because so since we've recorded Suicide Squad came out and uh, oh oh and man. and here's the thing, man. I dug it. I had a good time. I don't I care. I don't. I don't know who is so expecting or who's so expecting of these movies to be like life changing it's a it's a comic book movie go have fun you know what i mean like here's my thing as far as comic book movie goes it was a bad comic book movie but it was a fun popcorn movie yeah how is it a bad comic book movie though it just the storyline wasn't good i didn't think there were a lot of plot holes i think uh, a lot of character development wasn't really fully fleshed out well what i mean this is gonna make me sound like the biggest feminist on the planet but like (laughs) every female role revolved around a male figure Whereas like Harley Quinn revolved around Joker. Well, that was uh, kind of Katana, that is her character though. Katana revolved around the soul of her husband trapped in the sword. Not really. Yeah, that she, was she end. was literally speaking to the soul like I'm only doing this to get vengeance for you. So she was revolving around her husband. Then you had well, uh, Enchantress, who's the main villain, who needed her brother to help her because she was uh, inept and in, and in being able to control the world or whatever. Like literally every female they were character a team ex- from before. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like everything you're saying, I understand. But also, if in the movie they literally explain how they were brother and sister and they took over the world together, it's not a feminist thing. It's the, their, their family. The issue that comes in is because of the backstory. Part of the reshoots was adding the brother role. The brother role wasn't originally in the script. They added him in because they didn't think that uh, Cara Delevingne, whatever her name Cara is, Delevingne. could hold up to be the main villain. So they added this second kid, like, uh, oh man, I was about to do a spoiler. But there's a character that ends The movie's up, been out for a minute. You can spoil whatever the fuck you want. Spoiler char- alert, whatever. There's a character that ends up fighting the uh, uh, the brother at the end, and he wasn't even supposed to do that. He was... He ends up dying in the movie, but he was actually supposed to live and go on to the to the sequel. So now they may have to rewrite his end story or find some way to bring him back for the sequel. But that's the whole point that like all of this stuff is happening off camera. Like you don't know any of this stuff is going on until and, like I, without this without this extra but here's information. The thing is like when I when I hear Josh, that, do you, do you are you in, are you familiar? Or do you follow like the behind the scenes stuff? I don't. I, I like to know absolutely nothing about movies before I like go again. Into if you them, go, so. the reason I bring it up though is because if you look at that character storyline, he was he was a great fuck. He was probably my favorite character. Were, in he movie. was my favorite character. He was my favorite character in the movie and it's almost like a quick write-off that they did with him where it's like i don't feel like his character fully got fleshed out the way it should have no no they I, there there was again it wasn't a great movie by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. it wasn't life like one of these like super impactful like holy shit it was a big ensemble you know romp of a movie like it was just crazy fun yeah. Like, that's I mean, Lethal Weapon is not like the best acting movie. Actually, it's pretty awful acting, but like it's still a lot of fun. So, I mean, as long as it falls in the realm of that, you the know. way I think of like I the, invoke the Lethal Weapon clause. <laughs> yeah, 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 the way I think of like uh, Suicide Squad is uh, I relate it almost to the Dirty Dozen. Mm. And it's like even though there's twelve, literally twelve of them. Yeah. Plus the the sergeant, plus the commanding officer, it's like I still understood who each character was, and I cared about each character. And when they died, I was sad about it. But, I mean, like, but that's the thing is, I think you're putting too much, like, if you, this would have been not a comic book property, and it would have just been a regular action movie, independent property. Yeah, uh, if I went into it thinking it was, like, Battleship or Transformers, yeah. I would have gone, yeah, this is yeah, yeah it was a pretty fine. good movie. It's it was, fine. And it really, it, but that doesn't mean it's not. It's still fine. Like, But the thing about, like, when I go to a comic your expectation. book movie, they're, like, I think of comic books as a story has been flashed out. Mm-hmm. And so, since there wasn't a heavy story, I was like, "Oh, I kind of—it was just like a Michael Bay movie, basically." 
that is not a problem though you know what i mean like that's that's not like it, it it's a fun all right I'm, we're not gonna go nah, yeah, we're not gonna yeah, yeah. do suicide squad but i will say this like with uh, all the movies that are, that are planned for like guardians of the galaxy 2 is gonna come out and all these oh, all yeah. of these you know and they made a bunch of announcements there they announced a bunch of stuff for um uh, the DC universe. There's gonna be a dark universe movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That, you know, like they announce all these things. Dark. Do you ever hear? You know, it's actually called in the comic books is Dark Justice League, but they're gonna call it Dark Universe in the mm. movie. Dark Justice I, I League is so. like Swamp Thing, Constantine, uh, yeah. Spectre. Swamp Thing is dope in the comic books, man. Oh yeah. He's so underrated, like a character. He's dope. He's got this crazy. Po- it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, who else? It's got a couple other ones. Zantana is gonna be in it as well. Yeah. And so it's. Oh, it was originally that's the one that was originally by Guillermo del Toro. He wanted to do it, and then because of things got in the way, he had to drop out. Whatever. He's doing like Pacific Rim two or something. I think the only thing he was doing Pacific Rim too. Pacific Rim too. Actually, they're not even bringing back uh, the original cast. They're bringing back like John Boyega is going to play the son of Idris Elba. Enough time will have passed that the, the rest of the cast is. Yeah, gone. yeah. So that's well, that's one thing too, as well as that. And people are like petitioning to have the dude who played Constantine in the on the TV show be the yeah. Constantine in the movie, which isn't going to happen, but it would be dope if it was. They should bring back Keanu Reeves. People yeah. are saying that as well. I'd like, be no. dope. I, I like. I love Have it on Blu-ray. Do you really? Movie. Yeah. I Again, it was it's one of those that I think. It's a good, fun movie. You yeah. know, like you take, like you don't expect it to be The Godfather. It's a, it's Constantine. I'm not yeah. even familiar with the source material. I just know That's, specifically Constantine the movie, and I enjoyed it. Again, not great acting. You know, the story was pretty good, but Rachel Vice. I think a lot that of fun. Yeah. what you said actually hits on a lot of things because people who who for Constantine the movie who didn't read the comic books are like, yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. But people who read the comic books are like, this is the least faithful adaptation of any comic book I've ever seen because, first of all, he doesn't have blonde hair. Second of all, he's like a dour, depressed individual. I think the hair, like when people complain about the look, I think when they complain about the look too much of a care of a comic, like it doesn't look like the comic book. I'm like, guys, right now, uh, Zendaya got cast as Mary Jane Watson. Yeah. And she's a uh, she's, she's black. black? Actually, black girl. she mixed that thing, right? Uh, she might be, but she's definitely but she dark. Have red hair. Like, she's not she doesn't have red hair. Yeah, African. Yeah, I believe it's yeah, yeah, exactly. politically uh, correct. And people came up to Stan Lee. They were like, "What do you think is in Diana's Mary Jane?" Because Stan Lee created Mary Jane. He's he he said Stan Lee has said that Mary Jane is his favorite comic book character. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "As long as she's a good actor, I don't care what she looks like." Which is the right answer. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, "Oh, Stan Lee dropping some bombs." Yeah, yeah. It's also like and. When everybody, any, anybody, like they were talking about Donald Glover being Spider-Man, oh, and every yeah, all every amazing. everyone who has like an ounce of racism in them was just <laughs> trying so hard not to. They were like, oh, but the faithfulness to the comic book. Yeah, no, it's not that. You don't care if it's faithful because there's plenty of movies that come out that they change something, and you're like, yeah, that's better. Even when John Boyle got cast in Star Wars, and they were like, he's a storm. You can't have a black stormtrooper. It's like, what? Are, they're clones, and then like, ah. and then every nerd, like, there's like the well, racism. Well, actually, there's like nerd. Yeah. There's like nerds, and then all who are also racists that were like f- fighting within themselves like these their clone troopers were the same guys but these are stormtroopers are a little different but i just not comfortable with a black stormtrooper they had to resign that to themselves <laughs> like i guess i'm more racist than i am a nerd here we go <laughs> they also uh released a whole bunch of stuff about captain america uh, civil war because it's about to come out on blu-ray yeah and they released a bunch of like concept art where it turns out ant-man was originally going to be on iron man's side yeah i remember i that as well as I read the uh, headline. I didn't read the article. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Original plans were that uh, they were gonna have uh, Thunderbolt Ross was gonna be the Red Hulk, 
Yeah, I was and, I was so looking forward to that. And it was going to be the Iron Spider suit was going to be in it. Oh no! But they decided oh, I, I fucking called that. Remember when I was saying yeah, that? Yeah, like yeah. Year, like a year before it came out, they had a few rumors about it. So like when they uh, uh, the 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 Russo brothers were like, it was they were like, if we wanted the Red Hulk, we had to create this this character that had never been introduced before yeah, as far as the Red Hulk goes. Right, we had right. to create his backstory, and then not only we did we have to d- establish that there was a person named Spider Man, but now we're gonna give him an upgrade to a suit that is an upgrade to a suit we've never seen before which they did sort of but they yeah. upgraded it from the the bullshit sweat the suit, pajama pants the pajamas to the to the actual spider-man suit and they changed the logo for spider-man i love that that i loved the spider-man version you the, saw the civil war yeah, right? yeah, yeah i, I love that lo- version did you like uh, spider-man in it yeah absolutely i know i thought he was i thought it was great when he's like, you you have the right to remain silent or whatever. Yeah, I mean that like it absolutely captured everything I thought Spider-Man to be. Like I never read the comics, but I saw the cartoon series growing up, and he was always you know kind of that wisecracking yeah. guy. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Know. We did a we did our episode on on Spider-Man, and that was what it was. It was like he was always the fun the guy that regardless of how powerful, talented you know all mm. of his all of his special abilities, he was always cracking jokes, and that was why it was it was always like lighthearted almost. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's why there was always so much. Drama drama around him he's the michelangelo of uh of yeah the, uh, he was the he's the party yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a party dude yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the mikey what does he uh, got? uh they also said uh uh they're almost done with finishing they're pretty much done with uh dr strange the the movie yes. right now so exciting and they actually released that there might be uh, a special cameo by uh tony stark at the end uh, because uh, in the same way that like Nick Fury shows up for yeah, all of Phase yeah. One and Phase Two, they said Tony Stark might be the Nick Fury for Phase Three, Phase Four type dude, the bridge character. So I, I mean, oh, because I, he's gonna be in in Spider Man too. So yeah, he's gonna be a Spider Man as well. So uh, like Doctor Strange lives in the West Village. Yeah, like yeah. literally around the corner from my house, the Sanctum Sanctorum that is the gateway between worlds is <laughs> like right on like West Third or something like that. Which when when uh, when that book was being written, like you hear stories about New York West Village in that time, it was all like super yeah, it hippies. Totally makes sense. It yeah. totally makes sense that the Sanctum Sanctorum is right there, where it's like hippie central. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think that the, uh, his, where his address is, it does like it There's doesn't look like an actual. I think it's like apartment buildings. It's like a pink berry or something like that. Yeah. But literally, like hey, everywhere Steven on the Stern's outskirts of that are like psychics. <laughs> and it is pretty cool, you know, all the fake psychics that read your palms and tarot cards and shit. But it's like, oh yeah, it's kind of like, hey, Dr. it's Strange, still real man. to them. Yeah, it's still real, man. It's still, still real to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I would uh, love that. I would, if there is a psychics convention, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be, right? Like, for every trade, there oh, is yeah. a convention, like a trade show, right? Like, there's got to be a psychics trade show, right? Wouldn't it be yeah. fun as hell to go to just be like just to walk around and see like what do these people do? <laughs> like do, how in, how much do they buy into their own bullshit that there's a trade show where they're like these new tarot cards are you know extra special or whatever? I would estimate that. Do you believe in psychics and ghosts and stuff? Not not in the realm of like supernatural stuff, but I I think that there's a science to kind of perceiving things. Not ghosts, like I don't like believe a in connected ghosts, energy like, or yeah, something like that. you know stuff like that, like 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 ESP, like you know, kind of like reading somebody's mind. You're not actually reading somebody's mind, but you can kind of. I mean, you're it's all electrical s- signals. You're so picking up you know visual cues. Yeah, and stuff like I that. mean, there's like there's lots per- of little I, things yeah. like that. There's plenty of people who are more perceptive than others. The same way people run faster than others, exactly. and people you know sing better than yeah. others. But you know? I can't. I don't believe you can predict the future or see into the past or anything like mm. that. I'm not with that. What? What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say like I wonder what the percentage of 
people who are psychics actually believe that they have psychic abilities versus people who like know they're charlatans. I my my favorite thing lately, I went on a YouTube like scavenger hunt for um those martial arts chi masters oh, I love getting those. their asses beat by oh, actual I MMA fighters. Those. Yes. <laughs> it's so I, rewarding. I and they always have an it's, excuse afterwards. It's, it's so rewarding. Like, like oh the sun was uh, not yeah. lined up properly. The planets aren't actually you know it's pretty easy. You know, I should probably shouldn't tell you, but if you move your toes a certain way, that's yeah. a legit that's a legit one I saw in a video that this guy was like, well, he, if you put your tongue on the roof of your mouth while I do the thing, that's how he it re- it's it. rendered ineffective. Yeah. It's like, but now everybody what? knows his weakness. Yeah. He's so like, I shouldn't, like... Have, I shouldn't tell you this, but you know, so I don't look like a fraud here. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, too late, buddy. You're already full of, full of fraud. <laughs> the most fraud. <laughs> and he's got like, a, like this one yeah. dude, he just, he's, he gets wrecked so bad. Uh... And it's like, does he believe it enough? That he stood there and he let this guy challenge him to a fight. And he said, like, yeah, he's got stu-. And then there's the students that buy into that guy that you see him, like, flicking his hands around and they're, like, pretending oh, yeah, to get yeah, punched yeah. and shit like that. That's, but they actually, powerful, they, they're not just pretending. They are reacting to that because it's power suggestions. So exactly. Like, it's, like, it's that, real, but they it's believe not. believe it. You know? Placing yeah. hands on somebody, make them speak in tongues or whatever it is, yeah, and they yeah. fall. You, you can walk now. I used to be evangelistic way back in the day. and They did the whole, like, oh, power God, and I felt. I mean, I did feel it, but that doesn't mean it was real. It was in my head because I believed it. Yeah, yeah. You believed that it would work, so you assisted it in happening. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Uh, another thing, real quick. Uh, Legend of Zelda. They're gonna make a live action series produced by Netflix. Oh, oh yeah. God, I don't know if I'm on board with that. Nope. It's a little weird, nope. right? Yeah. Are you a, you're a Nintendo? Game? I'm a huge gamer. Like I, I love games, and no, that's gonna be. You can't. Games don't translate well to film and and other media. Like it just it just doesn't. It's, it's an experience. Are you looking forward to Assassin's Creed with Michael Fassbender? I'm apprehensive. I am. I'm gonna see it, but I'm not looking forward to it because I think it's just gonna. I mean, name one good video game movie except for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario. Too Brothers. bad. Sue you yeah. will be dead. Yeah. Oh man, that movie was terrible. Yeah. And I saw them both in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and let me rephrase too. Uh, the rest of the evil movies kind of hit that weird sweet spot but of campy bullshit. That's that's you know? the thing though. So a video game movie that is good to the source material. So, like, Super Mario uh, Brothers, that was a fun movie, especially if you're a kid or whatever. It's a bad movie, sure, but it's yeah. not really... It has a couple callbacks to the games, but it's, that is not the story of Mario. If they're going to do Zelda, they're going to do the story of Link and Zelda, and that just doesn't translate. It's yeah. not even that interesting. If they do Link, because Link, Link doesn't talk. He's not supposed to talk at any point. He doesn't he talk in any of the games. Yeah. He gives a, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's it. <laughs> He's hopping around and make, making grunts, and yeah. then the only people and people just talk around him. Yeah, um, the, like it's going to be hard to have a completely stoic lead character unless the show's not about him and it's about Zelda. But then you're already missing the point of of the games. You yeah, know? it's interesting. I mean, I'm sure it would be cool, but it's just gonna it's gonna hit all the people that are like super com- the the comic book nerds that are like his hair's not blonde. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Imagine, he's black. Yeah, black Link. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> oh, Black Link. Black Link. Black Link. 
That was uh, from the Mod Squad. I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why I know that. There's, it was a show Mod Squad called, reference. Mod Squad reference. Ew. The only podcast in the world. Making <laughs> doing Mod Squad Mod references. Squad references. Uh, the last thing I'll say is, uh, because I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Game of Thrones series, yes. is uh, Maisie Williams, who plays uh, Arya Stark, mm-hmm. uh, was live tweeting her reading the script that she got. What? She was live tweeting it, and she was just like... Oh Shoot. my god, oh my god, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, oh my god. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. You guys like brace yourselves. You're not ready. You're she, not I, ready I for this. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that tweet where she's like you guys aren't never mind, you guys brace yourselves. She's like no, never mind. You'll never be ready for where this. Where it's she was basically saying like the last 3 episodes of the final season or every episode of the next season, next couple seasons, next two seasons. Well, season eight, really like 15 episodes the only episodes left of Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're splitting it's, it's that into two seasons. Oh, they are? Because usually they had, I think... Oh, I thought it was just going to be one more season. Or is it going to be like where they split it in half? I think what it's... it's This is my guess on what it's going to be. Because usually they have, I think, 12 seasons per... 12. It, tw- it was 12 like, episodes per season? Yeah. So this one, I think, is going to be like 13 to 15 episodes total is left. So they're going to split that into two. I think what it's going to be is the next season is going to be all about taking down Cersei... And taking back King's Landing and everything like that. And then the final is going to be the breaking of the wall and the White Walkers uh, coming in. There's a lot going on. I'm glad they simplified it this season to where yeah. like, they started to streamline a little bit. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I've only seen a little bit on Pornhub. That's about it. Uh, on you piece porn? of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You can get... what I saw. Have you tried to watch it? I, I did. I watched the first two episodes and... It gets confusing I, I just a didn't. Bit. I'm not very good at keeping track of like people's names and places and this, stuff. So I watch it with subtitles. Yeah, yeah I think it was it you who said it. Just like watch yeah. it with subtitles, and now, then you'll understand everything. I remember, yeah, because you hadn't watched it, and and then and then you picked it up, and I, I was like, yeah, I watch it with subtitles because it helps me visually remember who they're talking about. Yeah, because I'm like, because the spellings are all weird and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what's funny is I watched the entire season, and then when the new season was coming out, I was like, I got to rewatch everything. <laughs> so before I did that, I, I looked up all the trivia and everything, and the fan videos and everything, sure. and then I rewatched it. I was like, yeah, it totally makes sense now. I yeah, get yeah, it. yeah. I get it now. Now the people I, I mean, explained I, it to me. I I was so happy that this last season also had all the book people surprised uh, yeah, too yeah. because there was nothing worse than like people who had read the books were like <laughs> get ready it's funny. i know so little i didn't know if you were talking about a people like a people of the book <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we are the book people yeah. <laughs> or it's like, like an entire the tribe of people that, that just like, like pushing up their glasses <laughs> we're going we're to take book. over you we're the book people uh but yeah i'm looking forward to that good yeah no i I saw that like it's very exciting i'm I'm, it's gonna be fun i I, I trust them that show you know i hope they don't hope it doesn't pull a dexter where like it just fucks up at the end (laughs) you know it's funny i actually finally watched the last season of dexter and it's literally only the last 10 minutes are disappointing i liked it i don't get it what's wrong with it the last 10 minutes of dexter i think it was bad but everything else is fine i find it's not that it was bad it's sean patrick flannery was in the last season (laughs) he played young indiana jones he was in powder he was in boondock saints yes yeah he is an american icon yeah i the, the thing about dexter for me was that it was um uh there was they just abandoned a lot of like stuff they had set up to to go after this weird love interest thing and then it was like, but that's not who that was, you know. Like there was, yeah. there was just it was just a lot of stuff that it went against what they had set up before, and that's a big pet peeve of mine. Where I'll watch any movie 
but if you when you set up the rules, you know, like you you ex, like all I need is I can't remember what it was, but they just had like one sentence ex- explaining something that was utter bullshit. But they just had, oh yeah, it's because of this, and then I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. If you set up a reality, you have to stick to that reality. It's your story. Like you you have to mm-hmm. stick. You created it, you know. So stick to it. And uh, they just kind of the new showrunner came on at the end and just kind of changed enough where I was like, this is not the same show. Uh, gotcha. And then it and then it was like it was fine for what it was, but I was like, ah, this is disappointing. Well, like so many people said that they don't like it. it's kind of like Green Lantern with me. Like I love Green Lantern. Wow. I know. This is I know. No. No. You right, know, I accept that. I accept right. that. I now love we get, it. Now we got to tag Neri. Now <laughs> we got to tag Neri in this. Neary I loved Green. Do you Lantern. know Neri? Neri signs. No. He he likes Green Lantern in the movie. I, I think it's I atrocious. Have it on Blu-ray, yeah. I'll watch it like, again a couple of times. I like it again. It's one of those things where it's bad, and I and I'll watch. I, there's parts of it I enjoy, like like Batman v Superman. I'll put it back on and I'll watch it because there's parts of it that are pretty cool. But, oh yeah, the fight scene in the warehouse. Yeah, that was dope. fucking awesome. You seen Batman? No, not yet. Oh, you haven't. Jesus. But Green Lantern has some, watch the Ultimate Edition. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I heard, heard, watch I heard, the Ultimate Yeah. Green Lantern has moments that are cool, and it's got Ryan Reynolds who's just yeah, like charming so and dreamy. everything. Uh, he's he's so seen Deadpool, dreamy. right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we've 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 killed way too much time talking yeah. about this. All right, shit. so we were talking about Dexter, which had a disappointing finale. Speaking of shows that had disappointing uh, final seasons. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. What are we talk about uh, uh, today's hero? Uh, Josh Asensio's hero is Dwight Schrute from The Office. Yes. Dwight K. Schrute. Dwight K. Schrute. What does the K stand for? Uh, Kirk. Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt. Right? Oh. Kurt. Yeah. 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 The, so we always start off with the same question. Um, I know. Look, I contain your excitement because you're, you're a listener and you, you've heard me oh, say yeah. this many times. It's oh, literally like our only three listeners have been on the podcast. Now. Yeah, yeah, this is it's it. It's like Josh Asensio, uh, <laughs> Howard Kamrick. We had John Levine. Yeah, those are our three listeners. Yeah. Here we go. But uh, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Dwight Schrute? Three words: <laughs> hardworking. Oh, I thought you were gonna go alpha male. Hell yeah, <laughs> jackhammer. Yeah. Merciless. Insatiable. <laughs> Three words. <laughs> I have been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> well uh, worth it. Well I, worth it. I thought you were going to go Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica. Bears Beats Battlestar Yeah, that's a good one. Too. No, it's, it's funny because actually that is the thing about Dwight that I really like. It. And even though, yeah, it's kind of funny because he's saying three words, but that does kind of describe him is that... Um, jackhammer. Yeah, jackhammer. <laughs> he uh, he is insanely passionate about something that typically people are not, like paper. Like he knows everything there is to know about paper. You know, like Beats. the best soil for paper. He yeah. knows how to, you know, like how it's made, how to everything. And so he's so obsessed with that. And I identify with that because I am a karaoke trivia, you know, DJ oh, and stuff. So that. like. When I tell people like, "Yeah, I'm a karaoke DJ," they ima- immediately imagine like the dumbest job you ever. You have the company, like, yeah, and I, I own the company. I don't want to dismiss. I don't want to diminish the fact that you have a company where you run and you do all these things. Yeah. He's got right? salaried employees. Yeah, 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 like well, you're, one. Oh, one. <laughs> I got one salary employee. A, he's got a salary. Well, even then, it's, yeah, I only got I, one person Obama to play care, salary. But, uh, you know, yeah. but uh, I don't want to diminish that because I don't want to diminish what you what you do. But it's uh, <laughs> but it's a very specific thing. Like I love. I love karaoke. I love fulfilling that rock star fantasy. I also love game shows yeah. and uh, trivia. Like my, one of my dreams is to be on on Jeopardy. 
Mm. I never really do anything to. That's like that's like one of those like half-assed <laughs> dreams where like that would be cool, but I don't pursue. Where you're it. like, I want to win the lottery, but then you never, I never buy play. the lottery ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be on Jeopardy, but I never take the test. It's yeah. actually hard to get on the shows. I have a buddy who comes out to uh, our trivia actually, and uh, he's he was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He was on like yeah. a bunch of different. Games I got through. You have to like I, actually try really hard. Oh, to get shit, on the shows. Really? I almost yeah. got on. Back in the day, the weakest link. Oh, wow. you are the weakest link. I, I got on. I almost got on. I was one of the last people. Like they, they were just running down the list of people to choose, and I guess they didn't want. Uh, you know, I was a boring backstory at that point. Same thing happened to me with. Uh, I survived a Japanese game show. Oh, I, really? I made it all the way to the final auditions. And wait, what is this? I survived a Japanese game show. What is that? It was uh, basically you know how Japanese game shows are like really crazy Insane, and you don't really yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was this this kind of like uh, half. It wasn't like even a trivia thing. It was a, it was a half reality show where you have to live in this house and and they like film you living in the house and sure. then you do these challenges that are just like mind blowingly weird and and awkward and then you get eliminated from the house through the challenges. But they're like a Japanese game show style challenges. And, yeah, and they they interviewed us in uh, in Miami. Renee actually put me in for that. Oh yeah, uh, Renee the uh, owner or the owner manager of the co owner of, the, yeah, yeah. Co -owner of uh, the Improv. Uh, she put me in for that, and I got all the way up to like the final level of, of auditions, and they're like, "Tell us a story." And I just I I wasn't prepared. I didn't know what story to tell. I'm like, "What do you want me to say? Just tell us any story." And I realized this one time later, I this guy in my theater class was gay. <laughs> he came. Well, I realized later they wanted me to do what they what the people typically do on reality shows when they're telling something that happened yes, on camera. Yeah. Recap. So what they wanted was me going. So I'm at this party and up walks Tiffany and I'm just like, hey, nice. Tits. What was this? When did this happen? Uh. 2004, so I was like 18. 18. Uh, do you still okay. know Tiffany? Can I, you introduce I do me to still Tiffany? Know Tiffany okay. actually, I was yes. gonna say uh, one story. Uh, he uh, he got his nose broke at a comedy show one oh time. Hell yeah! yeah. Oh, now Jesus we're Christ. talking. It was like so you got to do a fight with dude. Turned out to be like an uh, amateur swear. MMA fighter. Yeah, you got to yeah, fight and with his, and his and his dad was. Um, <laughs> Was like a uh, PGA golfer, or PGA, something like that? PGA golfer, yeah, like, totally rich, ridiculously rich dude. And it's this giant dude. I mean, he's like jacked, yeah. and like so he's heckling me. And I, I you have to admit, <laughs> I tore him down. Yeah, like, no, I, I was I, impressed. I, what I, I think I said something like, uh, "You work out every day, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And th at that point, I was like this scrawny little thing. I'm, I'm still kind of, but uh, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I've never worked out a day in my life. I've probably seen more ass than you ever will. Look at you. You're so obviously pathetic. You know what? No matter how hard you work out, daddy's still not going to love you. So how about you, you know, shut the fuck up and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you just went. You, you I didn't, just You weren't going for like, him. you were just like, I'm, I, I'm mad at you. And then, and then I started like, like saying over and over again, like, I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger. And then he came up you to me after the show. Not. And, oh, not and yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> well, not bigger like that. Like bigger, like a bigger I'm a bigger person. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is directly in opposition to you yeah. yelling at someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the dude goes over and he headbutts Josh right in the nose. Hell yeah! And it's yeah. underrated move the headbutt. Oh, yeah. Like uh, I don't think it spurted a lot, but I definitely saw one spurt come out. Yeah, nice. like right in the middle. You know, classic nose break. Hell yeah! Right in the middle. Yeah, I charge after him like a spider monkey. Yeah, it was great. Like some people were holding him back. There was blood on dude's shirts and stuff. The dude Marco was holding you back. He had blood yeah. all over his shirt. That's where Josh. it got embarrassing though, because he just lifts me up and my legs are <laughs> flailing in the air. <laughs> But uh, what I thought was great though is that uh, the dude headbutted him, mm -hmm. and he had a, a like a little cut in his forehead. Yeah, fucked up his forehead. And so it was like, you know, Josh, uh, that should be a fight tactic where you hurt somebody yeah. else with your face. Yeah, so, that's not a good nose move. to forehead so, technique. I go, uh, I go, hey, Josh, you know, uh, the guy's bleeding on his forehead, and Josh goes, so I got him. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, oh. no, he didn't. No, he got himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah really, if anything. I mean, I was throwing a lot of things at him. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, end of that story is, I got uh, a settlement check for four thousand dollars to not sue him. Nice, yeah. good. Uh, bought an Xbox. Uh, you know what you could have done? You, you bought a bunch of clothes. I remember that. Yeah. You could have uh, learned some martial arts from <laughs> Dwight K. Schrute. I yeah. could have. He is That's a karate guy? What is, what is well, Dwight? I like the fact that you Ty- fit, Ty- that you picked him because it shows about heroes. He's, like, if you go back in that show, he's the hero of that show. Right? Like, Jim Halpert is the not office. the hero. Oh, he's kind of a bully, right? Yeah, Jim Halpert's kind of like uh, the, the jockey bully. Sort of, you know, in in that in that in that setting, he's the one that's made. He found a target and made. And he's there's that whole episode where they do the complaints, yeah. where they start listing all of the the pranks that he's pulled on him, and then he's like feels bad because he's like realizing he's like, oh, he's you done, know, yeah. when you put them all together like this, it doesn't really sound. It sounds pretty bad. Like the one with the nickels, where he where he smacked himself <laughs> yeah. with the Dwight smacks himself <laughs> with the phone. Yeah, and then at the end. It, you could say the hero is Michael Scott, but he's not really the hero because he leaves at a certain point. Well, yeah. I mean, even look how the the show ends. It ends with Dwight's wedding. So, yeah, you know. he's oh, wow. he's the he's the kind of like the glue of the whole series, really. And and it's really weird because Rain Wilson hadn't really done much Mm-mm. up until that point. He was in Galaxy Quest. He he was in Galaxy Quest, but as a tiny supporting character. Did you ever see him yeah. in Galaxy Quest? Yeah, what? I was just realized nobody could see my face, so I'm just like, yeah. what? go back. And watch Galaxy Quest and look at all of the the Thermians, all of the oh alien people. There's a million different comedic actors yeah. that you see, that are character actors now. That you see, they're all in there. Yeah, and that movie is that movie's fantastic. That's awesome. It was a good role he was also in was uh, America's Sweethearts. Did you ever see that? No, it was John Cusack and Catherine Zeta Jones. And they played like a Hollywood couple that broke up, but they also they had just started a movie together, so mm-hmm. they had to promote it even though they were broken up. And Rain Wilson plays this awesome character who's like this uh this like cunty uh movie critic who uh, like always writes scathing reviews, but he also has a huge cross on John Cusack. Oh so it's he, it's such a he's good an interesting good guy, role. He's Rain Wilson's he played an that interesting same kind of character in Entourage. He was a uh, oh, really? comic book um Yeah. Uh, writer, uh, so he was name, doing yeah. all of these, and he was in Six Feet Under, mm-hmm. and he was doing all of these like character. He was in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses or something. Oh, or, was he? Or one of those? Oh, yeah, he was like something a mutant, like that. Yeah. They had done something to him. I feel like I've seen a, him die some point. Yeah, in one of the Rob Zombie movies, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he so he's been in. He was a lot of character actory things, and then he gets this role where he plays what is essentially like he's he's the character in every movie who's like the most committed to whatever you know like he's yeah. he's the guy that's oblivious to any distraction yeah he has his sights on something and then it's just like laser focus and, and also the way that show's structured is that it's 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 everybody knows or has had a michael scott boss everybody yeah. has yeah. had a everybody believes themselves to be jim halpert but most of them are probably stanley you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. everybody believes and everybody knows there's a there's a there's a that you everyone has had a pam in their yeah. life somewhere the girl that they work with that they have a huge crush on you know you everyone know, you know what i liked about uh dwight Schrute as a character is that dwight Schrute came out at the time when like nerds were cool and, but he wasn't a cool nerd. He no. was an actual nerd. He's yeah. a nerd nerd. Because like there was like Seth Cohen on the OC. It was like the cute, adorable nerd. Yeah. And like all these people were just putting on you know thick rim glasses. Nerd face. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, I, call, yeah. I, 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 that's what I call like the Big Bang Theory for me is nerd. Big face. Bang Theory, yeah, is nerd. It's, it's basically it's the like worst depiction of nerds it's, ever. It's yeah. a, it's, it's a gratuitized depiction of a real, a real groups of people, like, yeah. like a Dwight marginalized is, culture. Yeah. Dwight yeah. is what nerd? That's the face of nerd. Dwight right is an actual nerd that he actually enjoys beats and fucking all this weird shit. But that's yeah. the thing. He know he thinks that's that's the big thing about Dwight. He thinks he's cool. He's he's got that fucking. Uh, a Camaro or a Firebird? Well, I mean, I think, no, I think some of the, the things, metal, the '80s hair metal music, you know. I think some of the things he might think are cool, like his car, but like he doesn't. I don't think he thinks that paper is cool or that no. even the music he likes is cool. He just thinks it's the best, and he doesn't really care what anybody else. He's thinks. committed. He's committed to his, to his job. Yeah, he to assistant to the enjoys. regional manager. Yeah. What do you say? He just enjoys what he enjoys. Yeah, beats and, or whatever. And that's that's and you know one of the things that gets people in trouble a lot. Like I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who would are like unhappy because of their attitude, but like would be cool. Like there was an episode, remember when he gets hit in the head oh, and he yeah, has the head injury yeah. and suddenly Pam's like, he's being really nice and he's like, like a friend. Yeah. There's something wrong. There's with something him, yeah. wrong with him. <laughs> yeah. But like, like he had this character, he, had, you know, I watched that show pretty much from the beginning, but when no one was kind of watching the show because it was so awkward, Hmm. I had I there were times in that show where I had to like turn it off. I actually started watching that show when I got fired from uh, when Will and I were working together. Oh, and, that uh, Kimberly Credit, place? Yeah. yeah. And I got fired, and I I went home, and I was all depressed. And, I, and <laughs> I'm on Netflix, and I see The Office. I'm like, what's this show? I just yeah, and then you wa- binge watched it. Yeah, and it was one of those shows that kind of kind of grew. And then they had. Then they gave him the love interest. They gave him the Angela, because yeah. everybody knows an Angela. I love like the whole yeah. structure of that show was pretty ingenious in terms of like, like going back to the original UK version with uh, Ricky Gervais, where it's like everyone it's it's in- instantly relatable, you know, to anyone who's ever had an office job, and any and a lot of the cringeworthy moments are relatable to people who have done embarrassing shit, which is everybody. Yeah. Everybody's embarrassed themselves at one point. So like, oh, when, yeah. like there was just so much, so much to relate to in that show. Did you see the original BBC version? We, we've actually been watching it recently. Uh-huh. Um, is the Dwight Street character similar to? Not no. really. No, no. He's, I'm not a fan of the UK version. Yeah, actually. no, he's, he's most, he's definitely the villain type in that. And yeah. he's like, uh, Oh, really? He's similar in the sense that he believes that he's kind of like the protector of the office and that he's like uh, <laughs> he's militaristic, but uh, it's not in a kind of fun way. He's just kind of a jerk about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it also it also ran fewer seasons. It was it's, three seasons. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it had well, a much that's what UK run. does. Yeah. And which I'm I'm a fan of also. I like when something comes and finishes yeah. and it like reaches a certain <laughs> point where like yeah we're done. Yeah, I like when things come and finish. I like to finish coming too. Um, <laughs> but the no no no. But I like how it's it, it was like truncated. But they didn't really give him a chance to have that character development. I'm sure that when they oh, when yeah. NBC was like yeah the show keep making it because it's eventually gonna gonna have to they're gonna have to make him a redeemable character. Yeah. Like the Ryan character, I thought was pretty genius that like guy yeah. that gets that wants to be promoted but has no real reason to like has no real yeah, knowledge he has no is no uh, like actual skills it's, yeah he has the desire but no skill he's the steve jobs <laughs> mentality he just he just has the ideas but then he, like they all kind of blow up in his face but i, I like that they made him because at, at a certain point when they make dwight the boss like they give Dwight the ability to give yeah. get the thing he wants, he can't handle it. I love that and, part, and that's another thing I really related to also because I was you know thinking about what I wanted my hair to be, and I started thinking about when he became manager, and I started thinking about when I first started my company, 
And I was first, this that's my first leadership position ever. I've never been a manager. I've never been anything. And this is the first time. I mean, I've trained people, but I've never been a manager. I've never been in charge of people. With your own money. And yeah, and then with my own money and my own equipment and stuff. So I actually, I messed up about as bad as Dwight. I wanted oh, to do really? it militaristically. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like working these people. And the, the guy I was training just ended up hating me. I mean, I was a jerk to him. I was all this. And I'm like, okay, so that's not how you do it. And then the next one, I tried to be too friendly. And then he ended up walking all over me. So I had to learn my lessons kind of like Dwight did. Because, yeah. I mean, at the end of the, the series, he becomes a decent manager. Like, he learns how to use his power. Well, he was, in a, in he a was always way. a good salesman. That yeah. was the one thing. He was good he at was being talented. a salesman. Yeah. Even though that awkward, weird character would go and talk to these people and, and uh, suddenly, when he has to give the speech, remember when Jim yeah. gives him the Mussolini speech? <laughs> and he still sells the people on and the he speech crushes, even though, yeah. he crushes with the Mussolini speech with the pointing and yeah. the hands and everything. It, it was, I will I literally be right here if you need anything when yeah. he's in Staples. And, yeah. and, they, and, the, and I love that they, like as much as they made fun of you, like Jim would play pranks on Dwight, they were all genuinely like, we, we, had, we did an episode of Ron Swanson and we talked oh, about yeah. Parks and Rec and we talked about how that show, which is kind of like a cousin to The Office, Absolutely. but yeah. it, it's, it, in that show, everyone was, a, was positively something. They were, they were, it was always kind of, as good natured as it could be with their flaws, even, you know, everyone had their flaws, unique, you know, problems, mm -hmm. but they were always kind of good natured. Like, and, um, in the office as dysfunctional as it all always was because they spent, you always felt that it was very family. Yeah. Like a family vibe where like my brother and I, we'd get into fistfights and stuff. And then we, you know, we ended up being in a band together. you know, like you yeah. always yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. come back together. Like there was, there was never like firings, you know. Yeah, absolutely. because Michael Scott was like the mom. Yeah, you know, <laughs> keeping everybody together, and it was interesting, like that, like you could see that, like um, he looked, you know, Dwight looked up to Michael Scott because he was, at, Michael Scott was a good salesman too. Yeah, yeah, feel, he like, was. Like, he was yeah. good. Like that job always. He, if you go back and watch that show. The, he was crushing it. Like he was, the, he was the one branch that stayed open because they were yeah. doing their sales were better. He, their sales, they were always kind of climbing the the the. He was just a a moron. He was and just it, an idiot. You know, social kind interaction. Of interesting about that show. If you rewatch it, they never really get into the business part of like the the paper yeah. industry. Like there's really no scenes where you actually see somebody going into the specifics of a sale or uh, the, the specifics of the office, like running things. So, I mean, they'll say Michael is a great salesman, mm -hmm. but you don't really ever see him sell. I mean, you kind of do, oh, but in a, a general kind of way without really. One of my favorite, I go, I go on like a outtakes oh, YouTube black hole where you're like, you're like, like a, like a four hot snakes. Hot, hot snakes. Hot snakes. I got the yeah. bubble gut with that. You ever see that? From Parks and Rec. Outtakes of uh, Parks and Rec with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Oh, so right. fucking I'll go, I know I've seen it, but I forgot. But I'll go on like these things, and, and The Office, you know, it's got nine seasons, so I just end up watching, it's like four hours later, it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's this whole scene where there is there is the sales scenes with Michael Scott, when he like when he has to go with uh, Jan, mm -hmm. and then Tim Meadows was a character, like Tim Meadows was there, Yeah, and they're at a Chili's. Mm -hmm. And he busts out like he knows how to connect with this guy better than like yeah. in an embarrassing way to Jan, but he's they're both having a having a good time about it, you know? Like yeah. he 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 just he's socially awkward, but he's still like he, he means business, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he tries to be funny. No, I agree. 
What? So so do I. No, do you have a Moe's? Oh, God. You need a Moe's. Oh, I didn't even think Moe's from, remember his cousin that lives on the farm? And he, who's actually the writer. Yeah. One of the writers on the show. He was the showrunner. Moe's actually my, even though I, you know, Dwight's my hero, Moe's is my favorite character in the entire show. Everything he says is. so funny to me, yeah. That um, he's like he's like when they're <laughs> like when they're they you know Pam, uh, uh, Jim and Pam spend the uh, the night there at the, oh, the yeah. farm. <laughs> Does Moe's have a lot of nightmares? Yeah, oh, yes. Ever since the storm, <laughs> <laughs> he's got such a, you need a Moe's. That's what you need for oh, your business. Man, you need, I guess you need I a, do. You need a Moe's. Um, I mean, my employee's a little bit too competent to really. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to have I mean, a chin beard. He needs to have just the neck, the chin strap beard. I, I think, uh, and and you know what? It's actually my employee does have a chin, chin strap beard. Oh, but, um, that's the worst. I, I think he's actually kind of like uh, my uh, Andy Bernard when uh, Dwight became uh, the temporary manager. When they're both painting the walls black. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely. That's so I, I don't think I have a Moe's, but um, I have. You I have, have an Andy, Andy Bernard. Bernard. Yeah, that's funny. They, they they were you good with the the characters that they added on like when they liked the yeah I, I I thought uh I, I forgot the guy's name but uh the uh, Dwight Junior guy I I love his style of acting I mean it's pretty much the same Dwight in every Jr. movie uh the kind of short stubby guy with glasses oh you mean like in the last season in the last Clark season Duke? that was that what you mean or? yeah no yeah. I, was, I was talking about like even from the second season when they had um uh, Karen, Karen Filippelli and, and that's when they brought in Andy Bernard um, and yeah I mean the thing about that show is you. You know, there's so many times like it's can I say that I like or dislike Andy Bernard? I can't really say that because at the end of the series, yep. I absolutely hate him. I don't care how hard they try to redeem him. I absolutely hate him. That and was Ed every Helms? Ed Helms. Yeah. yeah. And every character they did that, like even Michael, like they would have him have moments where you're just like, wow, this guy is a jerk. You know, screw this guy. And then he has his redeeming, you know, uh, parts. So um it's kind of hard for me to even say like, did I like somebody? Did I not like somebody? Because it was just up and down, up and down, and it's yeah. you know, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, because like um, the all of the stuff with Jan hmm. made me mad at Michael Scott. Like, stand up for yourself, yeah. buddy. Come on, you can do. It. Like, you invested so much in this person, and then when you see them, you know, like going through that hardship. And it's self-reflective too, because everyone yeah. has had a Jan in their life. That's yeah. been a woman that's run their hey, shit for them. You cheated on me when I specifically asked you not to. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest line ever. Written. There's, like, there's so many that. good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you have? Do you have a like? Were you Dwight Schrute at any job? Or, or oh, I mean, I I. I feel like I, I mean, I am kind of right now. I've been oh. evolving between different levels of that. I just, what my, I literally just do. realized something is you were the Dwight Schrute at a job and I was the gym. That, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, well, I, I wish oh I could, I wish you guys God. could see no, oh. Josh's face right now. Oh Josh, my God, you're right. And he you... pranked me all the time <laughs> and we worked oh. in an office. I don't, uh, I don't know if you still have this thing, but he yeah, hated yeah, condiments. Ketchup condiments he hates them <laughs> so <laughs> one day fucking quit this goddamn podcast one day right I'm, I'm not the goddamn it's one revelation day, he's sitting in his oh. cubicle my cubicle is on the other side of the office he hates condiments so he goes to lunch or the bathroom or whatever it is i went over to his phone Those are two very different things by the way whatever he, he went to lunch or the bathroom i don't know he's, he was either putting he's eating lunch in the bathroom something out of his body so he, he's at he's away from his desk <laughs> i run over i have a packet of ketchup and a packet of mustard and I put the packet of ketchup on the 
on the speaker side and the uh, and so I put oh, ketchup no. mustard on either side of the phone. And when he gets back, I dial his number and I go, "Hey, Josh, pick up." And he picks it up, and you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> Like well, I don't think you fully explain how I feel about condiments. It, it's it, it's a weird phobia. Uh, I actually I realized recently this is gonna make me sound really really weird. It turns out it's called selective anorexia. Now obviously you take one look at me. <laughs> oh, I am I not saying, anorexic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I it's eat. You know, but it's just a, like a mental block are to eating. Like disgusting. I mean, like the most foul, disgusting thing I could possibly imagine. And ketchup. Yeah. mustard mayonnaise all that stuff is like the most foul and disgusting thing to me so i have wow. now ketchup on my lip on my ear yeah. and like in my eyes in your eye? how do you answer this phone because i'm like freaking like oh, yeah. oh it's everywhere yeah. oh my god oh, michael <laughs> this is michael al- this is Wait, also wasn't our manager michael oh he might have been i don't remember and i think it was I like matthew or i love how we're revealing them. a lot about each like you, yeah. you guys are having real breakthroughs here today i uh one, one of the other pranks i used to do was uh this is back when uh instead of like the laser at the bottom of a mouse it was the rollerball the ball yeah, yeah. so yeah. the classic prank is take a piece of scotch tape put it on the bottom of the thing yep. so every day the fuck is- every yeah. day he like did that like <laughs> virtually every day i yeah. would do that what but did you so he Will obviously pranks people. Oh, and did you ever get well, a good prank? In? And then that's the thing, kind of like Dwight Schrute. I wasn't really, I guess, yeah. creative enough, or I would just get, I would get upset about it for a second, and then just go back to work. You would go to your toilet. I'm like, God, damn it, Will! It. All right, I'm gonna yeah. make this sales call. Because <laughs> it mean, was wasn't a, sales. One of our other buddies, Joe, me and him would get in prank wars, and it was fucking vicious. Yeah, I could. Oh keep yeah, up you've with told that. me some crazy where, pranks. Where it, I think one of them ended up with, uh, it was back like and legal forth for trouble. Days. Where it was like uh, I got with those make your own bumper stickers, and I I put like flaming swastikas, and like oh. go back to Africa, and like yeah. I'm, uh, you're in Were America, you speak English. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't keep up with this, so I think they kind of yeah. took pity on me. And, and wait a minute, I didn't, so I didn't you earn watched the this this oh, go yeah. down, and at no point did you think, hey, maybe not the swastikas. No, I no, actually, like, I think I, I don't think he was, the hardest. I was he wasn't there for me making the swastikas. Oh, you flaming swastika. That one? I wasn't you know, present, but I was there for the. Afternoon. There was one batch of back and forth me and Joe had that I was actually started because of Josh. Because at one Is that point, when you hit my car. Did oh, I hit your car? No. Yeah, oh, I with I your did that shitty too. ass SUV. He would like I had like a nice Mustang, <laughs> oh, and no. like he's well, like he's like was, tapping was, the back of my freaking car. Yeah, I probably did that at some point. Yeah, you did that. Oh, I remember. I remember at one point it was such a gym. We were <laughs> at one point we were going somewhere and uh, we were at the movies or whatever it was and Joe and I uh, we were in my car and we stopped at a Texaco station they had like uh, uh, like toys you could buy like the you know dart guns or whatever sure like uh, so we bought two dart guns and as we're driving dart things yeah, yeah yeah so we lick all the darts we put them in the dart guns and as we drive up next to josh's mustang we both just like unleash hell and we're just like firing darts at his thing like darts are sticking to his car yeah. and it's like oh. that's how you get that's how you get disgruntled work that's shootings. true that's how yeah did you? The, the one part you're lucky I, he just went into the karaoke. one part i did feel bad about was we shot all the darts and then joe goes we're out of darts and he just picks up coins from my yeah and then he threw pennies <laughs> and he starts yeah, throwing yeah. pennies and I was like no those are hard those are hard to do and they did and they did no Joe you're taking this too far why didn't you murder these guys like I I, I didn't have I'm very many friends I thought this was friendship oh. I thought this yeah. was friendship plus he had gone to a Drooper 
Christian Academy. So yeah, they you were to... evangelically so. Oh yeah, yeah, weirdly so. So is that? Do you connect with Dwight on that level? Because he was like Amish or whatever. Uh, no, no, I mean because I don't really believe in it anymore, nah. like at all. But he was he. I loved, what, was, what was Dwight? I loved the German. Like German, Dutch, yeah, like the German. Yeah. Uh, that's um, where, like, he would talk about the Krampus, and I remember he was totally, like, <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. my mater, my grand mater, and he would my use like the German words. <laughs> I, I would love when don't you don't read those the stories. kids your Nazi grandmother stories. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's a Nazi? <laughs> Nazi was a fascist movement back. In. He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, but yeah, like he was, uh, he had, he embraced his heritage, or he would talk about like. I remember how, how, going to swimming hole or talking like you just have the yeah. weirdest family stories and you're like okay the whole family's fucked up you know yeah. <laughs> and then I remember isn't it at the end that you meet his family like all of his his some people in his family and yeah a- yeah uh, that was actually going to be the spinoff show they were going to yeah, do right. they, uh, yes. his own his own show so they like canceled it or something and they included those episodes into like the the final uh, season where she like he was gonna it was gonna his be aunt, Shroot Farm. His aunt like died that. and left the farm to her like to the kids or whatever, and they could only get it if they lived together. So you know, yeah, they have and to, then he, they have to survive each other. And, and he was gonna marry. So there was some other hot chick that he was involved, like some beautiful girl that was like a. Oh, what was, what was her? I don't was, remember uh, it. Yeah, something like. But that. something like that. There was like yeah. a whole weird like story arc of 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 the farm yeah. where that was going to be a bigger deal i get yeah i forgot that there was going to be a spinoff i what would that show have been it would have been i mean it would have just been them on the farm you know like oh their personalities are so different the you know dwight, yeah, yeah dwight is the yeah. the leader but he doesn't really know how to interact with his family so here we go it's kind of <clears> did you did you get there's i've had there were some weepy moments in that show too like very oh, touching God. moments in the, that show uh, the proposal michael's proposal every yeah. time i see that oh man like right yeah right get there, right in the locked up in the throat the yeah. one where uh jim is the bad best man and then at the end they reveal oh, yeah. michael scott come out and there's that weird moment i there's some genuine like building because you need all of that to build in like a, a real character like a, yeah. like a full yeah full-fledged three-dimensional character They're, they all have flaws they all, and that, I thought that's what that show was really good about. And I, I loved that even as they started to fill out Dwight, he was never not Dwight. No, yeah. absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. no, the, the, Michael Scott was never not Michael Scott. Jim was never not Jim. Even when they were like a... Well, a couple of characters kind of fell out of the, Like uh, Andy Bernard. Like, I mean, yeah, he kind of had his flaws, but... He went through that, some growth Yeah, I mean, that, and, that whole, like, going off to the Bahamas thing, like, that was, like, really random and... Like just maybe like hate him. Like I, I wouldn't have imagined his character doing yeah, that before. He, like, he was seemed like supposed to romantic. be hateable though. Yeah, he but he was yeah. like he started off with that whole anger management thing, and and it would pop up every now and again. But it it, it always felt like Ed Helms. I love Ed Helms. He's yeah. one of my favorite comedic guys. Have you seen I, uh, Lampoon's Vacation, the new one? I heard, I haven't seen it. It's great. I heard from it, your yeah. podcast that it's quite good. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, and and it's it's one of those things where. Um, like I loved Ed Helms on the show, and I always felt like, man, they should that, that they never really nailed that guy. Like he's yeah. he's the only he's they tried to do so much with him with when they had um, again they added another the the other secretary who Ellie Kemper Ellie Kemper who's uh, Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt, Schmidt now. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And yeah. then they gave him a love interest and all that stuff, which you could see that was after Michael Scott left. They were still trying to figure out what was what the what the show was after Michael Scott. They yeah. needed to fit, uh, fit that void that was. You know, like kind of different aspects of his character. So they needed that person who was innocent and childlike in their ignorance. So yeah. then you have. Uh, uh, I love that yeah. Ellie. Kemper. I have a huge crush on Ellie Kemper. I, yeah. I, she, I love her so much. 
Um, and she's she's very funny in that character, like because you believe you buy the sincerity, oh, yeah, you buy it immediately. Yeah. And then even like um, uh, the Oscar, the because every every group had their own little dynamics. So yeah. like the accounting people, like Oscar and uh, Angela. Kevin. Angela and, and Kevin. Kevin. We got to talk about Kevin, though. Oh, God, I love Kevin. I love Kevin Kevin so much (laughs) because it was just this pure, like, childlike, dumb guy living his life. And it was just it was just so fun to hear, like, like the monotone voice come in and just say, I can't even think of like my favorite line, like just Kevin in general. (laughs) Like occasionally, like one of my favorite things, actually, and and we will do this occasionally when uh when uh, we need to pay attention to something, I'll just start going, warning, warning, warning. <laughs> no, when, when, when Pam was pregnant, and then yeah. he was like, I read that if you, that you, oh, the, the, the mother lactates yeah. if the baby cries. And then he goes up so to right to her chest and he goes, <laughs> You know what, dude, I loved on the show was Creed. Oh, oh yeah, Creed because Bratton. Creed Bratton played a character named Creed Bratton. He was Creed Bratton. He was in Jacksonville <laughs> recently. Actually. Was he really? Yeah. He's a musician. Yeah. He had a band in the sixties. Yeah. He was. A, he had a, a pretty big band. I can't remember. It was Creed. Uh, the he, Grassroots or something. Something or like was, that. Was, and he had yeah. like some popular songs too, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, actually, point of trivia and karaoke in the Christmas episode. He's playing. His he's song, he's singing his song. He's singing his own song. Oh from yeah, the, from no, his band shit. in the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I thought it was really awesome too. Like, I mean, the whole show, he's, you know, he's kind of, uh, you know, really scatterbrained. He's playing the like senile old guy. But then the his last line in the show was one of the, like the most beautifully written lines. Yeah. And I forgot what it was. I mean, it's of course, whatever. Yeah. But, but like, his it was character, like really. Yeah, yeah. His character had that, that also like, like, cause there was, those are the periphery characters. Like, Creed yeah. was a periphery character. And then so was Meredith. You know, like, they, they didn't yeah. really have a lot going on. Um, they, but they were, they, they colored the, the scenes, you know, like they were always yeah. just, uh, you know, there was, cause everybody knows the, a creed, you know, like that yeah. was one of my favorite things about that show that everyone has a creed. Who's the creed? At, the, at, yeah. The old guy, the, the crazy oh, old yeah. guy. He, he used to, Bruce. Uh, Bruce, he used to go. He used <laughs> to go. Don't say real names. <laughs> no, he, well, he's dead now. B. Oh, oh, he has to be. He has yeah. to be. He. Uh, he all right, actually, talk all the talk all he, shit you want about him. Let's go. Here we go. I think he had a uh, either had a master's or a PhD in accounting. Okay. And he was this savant. It came from a very wealthy family. It was all accountants and business people and economics and blah blah blah. Uh, his brother was a doctor. His sister was a lawyer. Whatever, like. Street. And like he would get all this credit card debt and like amass all this credit card debt, then file bankruptcy. Yeah, every and then seven like years. Seven years, he would just do it all again. And he would just start because every because if you file bankruptcy, it stays with you for seven years. Right. And then after that seven years, you go back to zero and you start again. So he would just constantly do this. Like and the reason why he was and so, this was a planned thing. Like he would. Yeah. Yeah. He was this dude was bananas. Uh, he, he was uh, crazy, crazy. In the sixties, he experimented with so much acid. Okay, so and, his and brain. Here evident. we go. His brain evident. was fried. So not only did he do the whole thing where he would go bankrupt every seven years, but he also uh, one time he got uh, he got a bag of Bialis. We, we had Bialis out there. Yeah. You know, like all right, fucking mini bagels or whatever. Sure. He took a couple of them, put them in a Ziploc bag, sealed it shut. Stuck it in his drawer and was like, nobody touched that for one year. <laughs> for one year? <laughs> so, one year this, later. This is important. <laughs> this is legit Creed shit. Yeah. One year later, he pulls out the giant Ziploc bag. It's just black. It's just Ugh. black mush. Ugh. 
And he goes, I'm going to create my own penicillin so I don't have to go to the doctor. Wow. Yep. We were like, yep. what the fuck is going that's on? That's Creed as yep. fuck, dude. And yeah, that's that. That was him. Wow. And then he died of pneumonia a couple of years ago. I guess that penicillin <laughs> Wait, did he really? Didn't work. The penicillin did. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. He's that. He, he really is. Or maybe that. Wow. Maybe he just. He's like, I'm gonna grow penicillin, but he's just got mold in his lungs apparently. <laughs> maybe man, that it literally might have been the penicillin that killed Bia- him from wow. Bialis. From Bialis. What a specific thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he researched Bialis and was like, this maybe is the thing that's to, like, gonna. Shoot you want to know how fucked that? You just said one of the craziest things that a person has ever done. They try to make their own penicillin. Yeah. But I'm still thinking, like, maybe he's got a good idea with that credit card shit. <laughs> 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 like, I, I'm somewhat, that broke right it, now. It's somewhat like, good. Like, I actually, uh, August 25th uh, was the seven year mark that my accounts that were in collections from when I was 18 uh, finally like went away. Like, I made. You have to, you can't make a payment for seven years. So, like, it was seven years, and now I'm like $3,000 just wiped off my credit report, just like that. Man, see, he maybe he's got a point. I'm starting to think maybe we should all just do that and then just declare bankruptcy and well, be like, fuck that. Here's there. the thing about that dude, too, <laughs> is that he had ridiculous amounts of debt, super bizarrely crazy. He drove a Mazda Miata and he lived in an apartment on the beach. Every morning he went out and jogged like five miles. Then he swam in the ocean. Then he went to work. He came home. He literally had the same schedule every single day, and he was living the life. That I mean, again, this is all sounding pretty great, but still, if I have to make some penicillin bialis, I'll I'll do it. But as long as it wipes out all my debt, I'll for sure. (laughs) This is all you're saying, but. Oh, man, now I'm, now I'm all That's, caught up. It goes to the point, though. There, like those people in the office were, re- yeah, they're yeah. based on real people. They gotta be Phyllis. Everyone knows a Phyllis. And it doesn't necessarily have to be specifically like with their own, like you know, style or whatever. Like there is the Andy Bernard, but it's not necessarily somebody who went to an Ivy League school mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. But there is that person who just what is not good at anything in yeah. you know an office setting, but the, still the is, office mush. Yeah, that's you know, it, like yeah. uh, in in uh, what is it? Um, uh, what is it? A Bronx Tale? That guy that the mush guy? I saw it once. You know yeah. yeah, there's a guy that anytime he bets, uh, everybody's like, oh, oh yeah, fuck this guy because he's always thing. got bad yeah. luck. He's like the bad luck guy. <laughs> yeah. He's the mush. And uh, yeah, everyone, every office has one of those, That's I think. True. Well, you see, I worked in healthcare, so it's a little different because yeah. every personality was represented, but then everybody, when like an emergency hit, everybody had to be on point, you know? Yeah. And that was that was like a, a, a weird difference. So I, I worked office jobs before, and I had a I had a Michael Scott, but he was like a Michael Scott Andy Bernard combo, yeah, like oh, and like rich white guy entitled, who went to an Ivy League school, rich family and stuff, and then he had and then he was also like the boss of an internet company. So it's like, hey, I'm funny, whatever. But it's like, but then he would turn around and be at like. Andy Bernard, so it was huh. it was it was like the worst of the two characters together. <laughs> it's like ah, I can't do this guy seriously. Have you ever seen uh, and, uh, I think it's called Andy ruins everything. Adam oh, Adam ruins, ruins everything. Have yeah. you seen that? I was actually just looking that up today. I was showing a friend. They had uh, one episode about office work, and they said, uh, you know, you got to stay every, you know, do the forty hours every week, Monday through Friday. Yeah. And they said forty hours a week is actually detrimental to your company. Yeah. Because uh, instead of getting all the work done as soon as possible in an efficient fashion, they know they have to fill 40 hours. Yeah. So often people prolong the work so it fills – because otherwise they're just wasting time, whatever. It goes, you know, if you tell people this is the task you have to do this week, finish it, then go home, have a good week. 
if you told people to do that, they would get it done efficiently. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, immediately, quickly. So they, so it's uh, project based instead of instead of time based. So when you have you say you have to fill this forty hours, you get stuff like the stuff that happens at the office where people are just goofing off. This weird shit happens. People develop character traits that they wouldn't normally have because they're so bored out of their fucking minds. Yeah. Yeah. Stan Stanley has the crossword puzzles, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then there's a there's a whole cut of them doing random shit around Stanley where he doesn't even look oh, up. Yeah, they don't even know yeah. he doesn't even notice. I can't remember what season it was. <laughs> Bye, I love you, Stanley. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. And he just keeps he just clocks yeah. out. It's a, and he the only time he he looks up from the crossword puzzle is when he realizes it's five o'clock and he's like, boom, 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 packs yeah. up, he gets the fuck out of there. Here's a question though. Does Stanley have a mustache? Stanley does have a mustache. He does? Wait, this is he's like Schrodinger's cat. I don't know. Oh, fuck. Uh, is that like a pencil thin mustache? What is it? He does have that's a mustache. One of the, yeah, that's one of the openers where they're like, yeah, it's like Stanley's mustache. Wait, no, Stanley doesn't have a mustache. Wait, and then it became that whole thing. They were trying to figure out, does Stanley have a mustache? Oh. <laughs> don't look that's it right, up. Right. Well, I know the answer. I'll tell you. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's got a mustache. Like a, but it's like a, yeah, it's not pencil thin, but uh, maybe it's, it's like, like a, on his lip. Yeah. Right on his lip, yeah. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is a bad mustache. Yeah. Have you ever seen his music video, the Leslie Baker, whatever, his uh, music video? No. Oh, we got to include oh, some after of this. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's right. awful. Speaking it's so of, we bad. do have to wrap up. This is, I oh, love, shit. I love, this is going to make me go back and like binge The Office yeah. now. I we, love that uh, show. We actually watched it in preparation for No, did for you really? Yeah. God, yeah. I love, I, and then we spent the whole time talking about our, <laughs> About your job. No, but I mean, that's the <laughs> no, whole but, point yeah. of, <laughs> it's not about, like, we're not here to talk about all of Dwight Schrute's no. yeah, specifics. Yeah. It's how Dwight Schrute is your hero. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like someone else could come on next week and do Dwight Schrute and it'll be a different show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And it could but, be for different reasons, too. Yeah, Mine yeah. is mostly just that I see my... And, and you know, I, I use hero lightly because I'm, I'm just seeing a lot of similarities between me and him and I kind of... I admire those qualities in him because I know what's kind of going through his brain. And even though it looks really dumb to everybody else and like, oh, who cares about paper? Like, I get that. I feel that way about karaoke. I want yeah. to be the best in karaoke. Well, it's your business. And, you know, there's, yeah. there's there's a certain honor in being an entrepreneur. Like like me doing – us doing this podcast was like a huge thing when I moved up to New York where we when, – when you moved up, Will, to New York where yeah. we were like, we need to have something of our own, you know, mm-hmm. because it's hard to – depend you know like waiting for someone to give you a handout you're like fuck it i'll just do it myself yeah yeah and uh and that was kind of the whole drive of of this this whole podcast anyway mm-hmm. you know that's why like uh broad city uh yeah uh, lana glazer and uh abby what's her name do you watch the show but they were uh they were ucb uh students and they they want to get on the herald mod mod teams and they auditioned for it and they got turned down they kept getting turned down and getting turned down they couldn't get into the herald of mod team so they're like, fuck it, let's make our own web series called Broad City. And then they got picked up yep. by Amy Poehler, of all people, who founded the UCB. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. It, it, going into business for yourself is 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 admirable. And as uh, as Cuban yeah. folks, that is that yeah. it was like a huge yeah. point of pride. Oh, yeah. Josh yeah. is uh, part Cuban, part Colombian? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the flag is Cuban. Um, it was this close to being uh, Puerto Rican. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> I almost... I'm like, yeah, yeah I need yeah, that to be blue and that to be no. red. And it was... <laughs> um, but that was a, that, I guess culturally, that's a huge... Being an entrepreneur is a huge Cuban thing because when we got yeah. here, there was you know there was a whole... There was a huge mass influx, especially in Miami, Florida. Yeah, South absolutely. Florida. Yeah. It yeah. was like, how are you going to prove that you're worth having here? 
Mm-hmm. And a ton, and that was like that's like now the old Cubans versus the new Cubans. Oh yeah, there's a huge divide because the old Cubans had an entrepreneurial spirit rather than uh, the new Cubans. And now the new Cubans take are everything kind from of, the government. That, yeah. That's what they're used to. That, uh, they're used to you know kind of being taken care of. And uh, yeah. I don't, like I all I hate all my cousins. Yeah, like I just I just hate all my not all my cousins but a lot of the Cuban ones. Yeah, Ooh, one like, of them is Mo's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of them is bro, fucking yeah. Mo's. A Cuban uh, Moe's. A Cuban Moe's. Cuban Moe's. Moises. Oh I might have one. <laughs> Moises. Um, we do have to wrap up. We yeah, like, yeah, let's absolutely. close out. Yeah. But but yeah, the the let's what's the good question we got? Who so if you were to profile yourself honestly, who do you think you are? Which character of the office do you think you are? And which one would you want to be? Okay. Like which which where do I, you fall? I you know, it's funny because I, when I listen to your your podcast, when you ask the question at the end, I always try to think in my head an answer, and I never come up with one. But actually, I got one for for this. Okay, so uh, who do I think I? I think I am the Dwight Schrute. Who do I? The want? manager Schrute. The you manager. Were, the manager Schrute. Manager Schrute. Yeah. Who I want to be, and one of my favorite characters on the show is um, David. Uh, what's his last name? What, which, which character? corporate no david oh oh uh yeah 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 uh, um, i know you're talking about yeah. the david, the, uh, the one that he's the fi- the cfo yeah oh my god i can't believe i forgot his last name i don't know david david wallace yes david yes. wallace i want to be the david wallace cuz even though yeah with the whole suck it campaign that was you know really bad <laughs> but like the way he like kind of carries himself and the way he's a businessman in that sense like that's mm-hmm. That's how I want to be. I understand I am the Dwight Schrute, the weird, way too passionate Super person. specific boss. I would like to grow into the David Wallace. That's a good one. <laughs> what about you, Will? Uh, I think... know who you fucking are. <laughs> what, who do you think... No, no, no. Fuck you. Who do you... Josh, who do you think he is? He is absolutely... Well, hold on. He started his gym. Fair. With the pranks, you mean? Yeah. And he has turned into Stanley. Yeah, I like oh, Stanley. I'm big he's Stanley turned into Stanley. You, that's who you, I like Stanley. You'd yeah. want to be Stanley. You think you are Stanley? Uh, I admire Stanley. I would like to be Stanley. Okay, that's no. Look, I'm not. I'm not against yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like he's a, got his wife and like, his kid. I feel yeah, like he's good. Like I feel like all the characters on The Office are hyper examples of a certain personality. Sure, sure. So like, like Josh, I don't think would be totally Dwight. I think you would actually be, uh, in all honesty, part Dwight, part like uh, who, who did Craig Robinson play? Who's that dude? Daryl. Oh. Maybe a little bit of Daryl thrown in there. That's that's who that's that was going to be my thing. That's I want. Cool. I I I think of myself as a Daryl, where it's just get the work done. You know, mm-hmm. like because because again, I was paramedic. It's yeah. like yeah, just get when something goes bad, you fix it. You know, you do do. And then he was always like um, pretending to be cooler than he really is. Yeah. The the Craig Robinson character is always my favorite because he's like when they at one of the final season episodes, they're going through all the complaints. And then one of them was like, oh, he accidentally butt dialed a customer while having <laughs> sex. And then he's like, and then it cuts to him, a talking head where he's like, I, I was just eating spaghetti, but I can't let him know. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, all right. It's like, I think I'm, I think I'm that, I think I'm a Daryl. I feel like at certain, like at certain points you, it's almost kind of like, uh, what's the, the Disney movie, the Pixar movie about the emotions? Oh, inside, inside out. Inside yeah. out. It's almost some days you feel like certain characters from the office. Sure, yeah. Like some days I'm just like, oh, I'm a fucking Toby right now. Oh, Toby. Oh, Poor Toby. Oh, wow. Fuck it, Toby. <laughs> Poor Toby. <laughs> if I, what, what do you say? If I had a, if I was in a room with Hitler, Osama and, bin Laden, and Toby, and I had a gun, <laughs> yeah. 
I would shoot Toby, Toby twice. twice. <laughs> like, oh, that's too far. Okay, well, one bullet through them. Okay, so just line up the next. Toby, you just stand there to just line up the next. And you see one bullet through each neck. They're all dead. Yeah. We're good. And then everybody claps. Um, Class. All right, so I'd say that's really funny. I'd say I, I'd, I'd like to think I'm a Daryl. I would want to be, um, uh, what's his name, from uh, Robert California. Yes, I knew. It. I just, it, I, just I, I just saw Fuck, that. Like, I couldn't remember. His oh, name. he is. He is amazing. I though. love Robert California. Amazing. That whole series. That whole really arc was. with uh, James Spader was so funny. Yeah. You ever I, seen the uh, Robert California uh, as um, Ultron? But they take uh, yes. James Spader's <laughs> yeah, yeah, they take yeah. James Spader's voice from uh, The Office and put yeah. it on Ultron. Everything is sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a penis. Yeah, <laughs> just a... All right. Yeah. Well, signing off. What's your uh, What's your favorite Dwight scene? Um, first one that well, not favorite. Okay, but first well, wait, one that comes. To one, mind. Of, one of my favorites was um, uh, when. Uh, when he was um, in an ideal world, like he's trying to convince Jim to, uh, and this is so random, it just makes me laugh every time. Uh, he's uh, Jim was saying, in an ideal world, there would be money for um, employee of the month. And he goes, in an ideal world, I'd have all 10 fingers on one hand, so one could just be a fist for punching. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It just makes That's me laugh every great. time. That's so. a good one. What about yeah. you? I like, uh, I think it was, who said it was, it was like so many people, and he was like, we need a new plague. Yeah, <laughs> that's on brand for you, buddy. Yeah, uh, oh, my mine is I love when he goes and he starts doing the uh, karate demonstration oh, yeah. in the office, and he just grabs like Phyllis and starts like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I or it. also like uh, when him and Michael do parkour throughout the office. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Parkour, 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 parkour. So many of those cold opens are fucking classic. Or when he tells Angela that he kissed her with the uh, force of a thousand waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, I kiss so you with the force of a thousand waterfalls. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, all we right. Get... So, want to promote anything? You got some. Uh, yeah. I mean, gigs? unless you have a listener in Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, we might. Who knows? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I do. I do. Um, I no, I don't really late. do it. Too late. Click, <laughs> click. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't. Uh, I don't really do too much anymore because I've been really busy with uh, with my company. But I have uh, YouTube Let's Plays um, that I'm kind of proud of. Uh, it's you just search uh, DJ Robin. Uh, let's play, and it's me doing video games, making funny faces, and saying funny things. Not oh, okay. Like, wow. uh, like it's let's play is yeah. Oh, like like so it's like Twitch, I'll, but... like I yeah kind of, and I, I I focus on scary games because I'm a big pussy. So like yeah, I like you know, have fun. really funny reactions and 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 stuff like that. Yeah, so. those horror games have gotten me where yeah. I play with headphones. Yeah, yeah, same. It's the worst, the worst, because then everything <laughs> every time every five seconds you like do what happened? Yeah, and then it's like oh it's in the headphones. So yeah, I guess I so they want to check me out. Check me out on that. Otherwise, we'll put a link in yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Twitter, Instagram, I think, want to promote. Uh, What's the name of your company? Say it anyway. Lockerburst Entertainment. Uh, Lockerburst is uh, yeah, it's one word and then entertainment. Um, we have a Facebook page. Uh, website is www.lockerburst.com. Yeah. Um, and stand up to yeah. Will when he plays pranks on you. Oh, I you do know? now. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Will yeah. William A. Watkins. If uh, if you're in Jacksonville, if you could uh, take one of his uh, Jesus Christ <laughs> microphones for karaoke and put it in a Jello mold. In a Jello mold. Oh, I thought that. you were gonna say ketchup. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> brutal. Put me in custardy. Yeah, <laughs> put us some custard. <laughs> Always been uh, your biggest plan. William A. Watkins at, at some shows in Brooklyn or something at some point. Uh, yeah, follow uh, William A. Watkins uh, for all of his. Uh, <laughs> Half-hearted self-promotion. Yeah, you're it's not gonna worst. come. Yeah, it's the worst. 
Uh, that was actually the title of his last sex tape. Oh! oh go. Vengeance is Dwight's. <laughs> oh, man, you just said Gabagool. That reminded me of the scene where... Michael yeah. Scott goes I'll have to, the gabagool. I'll have the gabagool. She's like, what? I'll what have a you... side salad. If the salad is uh, is on the pasta, I send it back. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Like <laughs> gabagool. Uh, at, I'm at Mike McGurdall uh, on everything. And uh, yeah, check out, oh, uh, check out, if you're listening to this, before September 8th, the Open Mic Podcast at the Creepy oh, Crave. Yeah. Man, that's so good. I love the Podcast show. recording. That's it's one of my, my favorite things to do in the city, and I'm really excited about it, and I love it. Yeah. And at the Creek in the Cave, September eighth, eight o'clock. Uh, anyone who anyone can be on the show, and we give you get five minutes to talk some shit, and it's a fun time. Yeah. Will's been on it, and uh, if you're there, you can be on it too. All right. If there's uh, nothing else, uh, mm-hmm. good. looking forward to doing alcohol later. Alcohol. Well, let's go. Do, let's go do some alcohol. Let's do guys. some alcohol, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, is twenty bottles enough? Is, 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 <laughs> is this enough to get? Is this enough to get fifteen people drunk? <laughs> twenty bottles? Yeah, I think that'll about do it. Uh, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, at William and Watkins, at Mike Mercadal, Josh Asensio, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. And uh, remember to go out and be heroic. Woohoo! In the wild, there is no healthcare. In the wild, healthcare is, ow, I hurt my leg, I can't run, a lion eats me, and I'm dead. Well, I'm not dead. I'm the lion. You're dead. your back after your hoe rips your heart out for no good reason and you were nothing but great to your hoe 
and you told her that she was the only hoe for you and that she was better than all the other hoes in the world. And then, then suddenly she's not your hoe no mo.